welcome to the Guys From Podcast, just two guys answering the internet's questions. I'm Sean Cordingly. And I'm David R. Smith. Today's first question comes to us via at Sean Cord. Tom wants to know what games featured in E3 we're most excited about. Cool. Yeah. That, uh, I mean... How many times do we need to have the full disclosure where I say that I'm not necessarily a video game guy? No, but I am enough of one, and I also know what your tastes were when we play video games together. Totally. Where I can just be like, all right, here's a sampling of stuff that I think you'll find cool. Yeah. We could talk about that, and then I can fill in the gaps. Exactly. So E3 was this past week. Yes. It went Monday to... Sunday to Thursday, Okay, I believe. Okay. Yeah. But the main press conferences are done Sunday, Monday. Right. That's when all the big announcements happen. Right. What else happens in, like, what's, what's, what else happens in kind of the tail end of E3? Conferences and stuff, like, where they can just get together and talk. Uh, bigger demos. There's a floor, like a show floor. So press and stuff, you can go, like, yeah, there's the press conference. For example, you saw Mafia 3. Sure. Like, you see a Mafia 3 trailer or whatever. Yeah. But you can actually go to 2K, which is the game company. Yeah. And play, like, we have a closed-door demo for press. It's half an hour of the game, and then that's where preview coverage comes from. Okay, so then, like, video game magazines and bloggers, bloggers and, and, and online... Yeah, online news sources, yeah. all that sort of stuff. They can go there. and play, and then that way they can say, this is the best part about this game, and da-da-da-da. Yeah. Or, like, PlayStation VR, like the virtual reality headset that comes out in October. How do you sell that at a press conference? Sure. Like, where I'm watching the press conference via Twitch... Yeah. Great, but like I don't get a sense of what that's like, but everybody who's there can then go to the Sony booth and they'll have a bunch of VR headsets set up and right. then you get to try it. Right. Okay. So yeah. that's that's what the rest of it okay, is. Okay, that's cool. Um can muggles go to E three? No, you have to have something. Some sort of credential yeah. to get you there. All that like technically I think we get our traffic up a bit more from where we are now on the guysfrom.com and we could apply for credentials. Interesting. And probably get some. Huh. We'd need to do a little bit more games-focused stuff as opposed to music. Like, let's be fair. Music in the podcast is where our bread and butter is for, for sure. the guys from .com. Yeah. But, and that's different from Gamescom, which is the big festival, festival, the big conference in Europe. Uh-huh. And that's one that just the public can go to okay. on top of everything else. Okay, interesting. Not that I'm desperate to go to E3, but it just... It's an interesting thing, and it's such a it's such a huge deal in yeah. the video game world that it's the big trade show, yeah. right? Like that's basically what it is. Is like here for the stockholders. Here's what's coming in our portfolio mm-hmm. in the next twelve to eighteen months. Yeah. Or an example of that Death Stranding game with Norman Reedus by Hideo Kojima. That's probably not out till like 2019, 2020, But it's the excitement of like here's Hideo Kojima, the Tarantino of video games. Here's a weird game with Norman Reedus that nobody knows what's going on in. The trailer is literally like Norman Reedus waking up naked with a baby. With the baby that disappears into oil. Yep. And then he stands up and you see these four floating five, but yes. Five this group of floating things. Full disclosure, as I'll do one, I wrote an article on my top five moments of the PlayStation conference. Mm-hmm. This was number one. Yeah. It's available on the website. Had there, read it, plug, plug, plug. Word. Uh, but I've rewatched that thing like four times. Sure. Because I watched the press conference twice so I could write about it. And then the Once trailer with again with yeah. you. And yeah. like I also showed Anna. And like, so it's just like, yeah. So I saw four of the floating things and yeah. whatever. Notwithstanding, there's four, f- five floating bodies. Like it looks like people, people. Yeah. basically in like jetpacks just kind of hovering there. Sure. And then it looks like dolphins beached in oh, yeah. what is oil. Well, because there's dead fish, dead crabs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of hard to tell because it was 
sunny it's and the, yeah. the what light was washing out the screen. But like, I have no idea what that is. All I know is apparently, I was going to say Hideki Matsui, but that's wrong. <laughs> that's a ball player. Yeah, that is a ball player. Hideo Kojima. Hideo Kojima is a big deal yeah. in the video game world, and you have. Arguably one of the most iconic actors in nerdism right now. A big cult actor. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, anybody who's seen Boondock Saints loves him. Yep. But anybody who watches Walking Dead loves Daryl. Which is everybody. Which is everybody. Yeah. It's the biggest show on cable, so, yeah. yeah. Odds are you've seen a show. Even if you don't like it, you probably like Daryl. He's also getting a show on AMC, just him riding motorcycles around the South. So, Yeah. I'd watch that for sure. See? Well, no wonder he's getting it because everybody's like, yeah, he just seems like a cool dude. Yeah, he does. And so why not cash in on the fact that he has that that marketability? That cachet right now? Yeah. And, like, I don't know anything about that game. I have no idea what's going to happen. Obviously, nobody knows nobody what's going to happen because it's completely ambiguous. Yeah, all we know is, like, Dead Sea Life, Norman Reedus, Weird Ghost Oil Baby, and Floating Dudes. That's it. And then credits. Yeah. Hideo Met... <laughs> Kojima. Kojima. Just, all you have to remember is Kojima. Kojima-san. Right. Okay. That's it. Yeah, I'm still going to forget that. Yeah. But his name's on the top, and then in the produced by, directed by, blah, 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 there's his name at least twice more, and then it oh, yeah. disappeared. So, But I don't know when it's coming out. I don't know what it's going to be. All I know is that when it does, oh, I'll be, I'll be playing it, oh, provided probably. I have some sort of... Way to play it. Way to play it. Or or I'll be coming over here and I'll be playing it. <laughs> like six in the morning? What the crap? John, I want to play that game. <laughs> There's an oil whale. I have to see what it does. <laughs> ah, fine. So, I mean, it, that's the cool thing. And I mean, as, a, as a, a normie like me, E3 is still exciting because, I mean, last year you showed me No Man's Sky. Yep. And I'm chomping at the bit to get some game time out of that. Champing, but yes. What? Champing at the bit. It's not chomping. What? The the phrase is champing at the bit. You can look it up if you like. I'll take your word for it, but I'm pretty sure it's a horse thing. It is. That's why it's champing and not chomping, because horses don't chomp. Sure they do. Okay, we technically Sean's right. The it best is... kind of right. <laughs> <laughs> I got a Futurama reference in. I'm happy. <laughs> Apparently it... Is champing at the bit. That yeah. was where it originally stems from. Yeah. Um, technically, chomping at the bit is also accepted, but it, sure. de- it is derived from champing at the bit. So yeah. I will concede, and you nip that one in the butt. So <laughs> Good thing I caught that. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's nip it in the butt. I'm just, yeah. since I screwed one up, I might as well screw the second one up. Um, I don't even know what I was going with. I'm champing at the bit. I'm not champing at the bit to play it, or I am. I can't remember. You no, are yeah. No Man's Sky. Oh, no, yes. At the bit sorry, to yeah. Play that's that. what I was. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that's what happens when we pause. It's like for them, it's zero seconds between, and for us, it's two minutes. Yep. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm eager to play No Man's Sky. Right. And so I may have to get something in order to play that, or just come here, but. My roommate is moving out, and he's taking his PlayStation with him, so... As he is right to do. Well, yeah, because it is his. And right. I've played it zero times since he moved out, since he moved in, so... Yeah. But if I get... if When these games come out, I was pointing to the list for all you people who can't be here to watch us podcast, <laughs> which is everybody. Yep. <laughs> 
The Which list one of... of us hasn't slept in a while? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wired. Um, yeah, of all the of all the the games that you showed me trailers for, if I get all of those, I mean, when those come out, then I might actually be inclined to get a PlayStation because those look amazing. Yeah, and No Man's Sky. Which yeah. should be out. You said it got pushed. It was supposed to be out this month. Yeah, it was supposed it to be out pushed in a to weeks. August. Yes. Okay. Which and is that's fine. What's another two months after what? Like two years of waiting for it. Four, but yeah. Sure. There <laughs> yeah. you go. Yeah. I mean, I've only been waiting for for a year because that's when you that's found when out, about, I it found out about it. Whereas I've been like the first notices. It's like, ooh, this. What's this? That could be interesting. Yeah. So yeah, and that's the crazy thing about video games. I mean, you hear about a movie coming out and then. 14 months later, it's released. For, not all the time, Usually, but, yeah. you know, it's like, this movie's coming, and then typically, you know, within a year and change, Whereas it's I've been out. talking about the Aquaman movie, which doesn't come out till next year still. Sure. But, and I mean, like, uh, The Force well, Awakens, Marvel there was rumblings about and, that. Like, yeah. There's some stuff, but there's other movies where you see so-and-so dressed up for the first time, it's like, oh, this movie's happening, then all of a sudden it's like, and it's getting released this day. November. Woo! Video games... I, it obviously takes so much longer because everything is graphics and yep. everything is is computer animated and computer made and and then you have to play test it. Mm-hmm. it. Yeah, great, it looks good, but does it play okay? Does it play okay? Are there bugs? Are there mm-hmm. like there's so much that goes into it. So I mean, I want I want to know how long it took to make that that death death stranding stranding. I was going to say standing. I'm like that's not quite right. No, and everybody's doing that because we're like death strand. Yeah, stranding. Yeah, death stranding. Yeah. It'll take some time. Even the title is intriguing. Yeah. I don't know what it means. I don't... I, I have no idea. The series that Kojima-san's known for is Metal Gear Solid. Okay. Which I'm sure you've heard of and I, you've seen trailers. Yeah. You know, like what, commercials Remind and stuff. me... It's a stealth action game, third okay. person, where you play Snake or Solid Snake or Big Boss, like, depending okay. on the game. And it's... Yeah. But yeah, like, it's action and, and kind of a shooter game type. Kind of, yeah. Yep. Okay. That's what I thought. Um, because I remember the previews coming out and people playing it and loving it, and yeah, it was never one that I, I never saw enough. I think also back in the day, they didn't advertise video games as much as they do now. And the thing with Metal Gear Solid was the story is so branching and kind of crazy that you almost needed to play the first couple on right. PlayStation One to get five. Oh, I see. So if you hadn't played any, and then like Metal Gear Metal Gear Solid came out or five, I should say, came out last, what was it, October, September, okay. something like that. But if you were to jump in on that, like, yeah, you'd still enjoy it, but all of the moments that's like, oh, man, that's from 2, and this is from the Vita game, and, I gotcha. like, all that wouldn't okay. really work. Interesting. And that's what he's known for. Yeah. The most. Like, for there's sure. other stuff, obviously, now, but... before we started recording, you were telling me kind of his history with Comcast. No, no, no. <laughs> Comcast is wrong. It's, yeah, very um, much is. That's a cable company. I know it is, but I'm close, right? It starts with a K sound, so yeah. Konami? Yeah. Oh, okay. There you go. <laughs> is that K? Yep. Oh. I don't know what I was thinking. Anyway, so he was with Konami. Yep. And things didn't go well. Was that... Bridges were burned. There was a lot of anger. Yeah. Sure. Now, was that after... Because you said he's... Mostly known for Metal Gear. Right. Did the last one come out... During this whole kerfuffle. Yeah, Where they okay. stripped his name and his credit off of the boxes of Of the game, game that he basically invented. Yeah. 
Neat. So that was why at this press conference, because I actually showed Dave that section of the press conference, A, so he could see the, like, the baller entrance, and B, so he could hear the orchestra I was telling him about that scored the whole thing. Well, and just to see the reaction that he got and just how yeah. beloved he is. And that's why I was asking about who was allowed at E3, because... I mean, we might as well get right into it, because the one that I'm most excited for is God of War. Right. Because I've played God of War. I've played the first, and I think the second one. Yeah. And so I'm really particularly excited for that, because I know the franchise. Right. And when, when... You see the kid, and then you hear this voice from the shadows, and then Kratos, or whatever yep. he's called in this incarnation. It looks like Kratos still, so yeah. sure. So I'm sure it's probably Kratos, or the Norse version of him. When he emerged, the room went crazy. Yeah. And so that's why I was wondering if it was press people, or if it was just normal people, civilians, I guess, because... Everybody got excited. Now, who's to say that people in the press can't be fans of video games? But Obviously, press, they like are. Video game press are bloggers. It's yeah. the people who started doing it because they love video games. Sure. And that which, sort of stuff. As a, it's not like uh, you're covering City Hall. Like, yeah. Here's the Fourth Amendment. You got the, you got the City Hall beat, and then it's like, okay, you're going to go to E3. Yeah, no. Okay. It's the people who like care passionately about Sony. Sure. It, they are at the Sony conference. Okay. Which... Makes sense, but yeah. I mean that that reception that that Kratos got, but also the reception that. Code no. Yeah, no, you had Ko. Koji. Yeah. Koji son. Koji. Ma. Kojima. Kojima son. You were close <laughs> so though. Close. Getting there. Um, <laughs> his... By the end of this segment, you'll totally nail it. Yeah. And then we won't talk about Kojima son again for another that game's year. Not yeah. Coming out for years. <laughs> Well, ne- next year they might show you something. A couple yeah. more cutscenes or something. Like, here's another trailer. Yeah. <laughs> it's just Norman Space Reedus walking. Weasel. Yeah. <laughs> that makes no sense. Uh, the reception that he got when the when the curtain came up, like, it's, you could tell just how revered he is yeah. in that. And then all he had to say was, hello, everyone, I'm back. Yeah. And that's another, like, applause standing ovation line. So it's just like, yeah. Very cool. I'm, yeah, it, it was it was neat to see... As somebody who doesn't know a lot about him, yeah, it was neat to see the impact that he has on the gaming world, and that's and that's specifically plus the orchestra. Why I was like, I think it's better to watch this rather than just the trailer. Sure, the trailer in itself, like that's kind of cool. Yeah, but once you get into that whole mythos of like, here's this auteur, yes, doing it, it's just like, oh, okay. oh, this is impactful. This is gonna this this means something. this matters to the PlayStation community a yeah. lot. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, um, yeah. God of War looks... It looks so good. It's so good. And Kratos has a beard now, so that's... And, like, a personality. Like, there's depth to that character that's not just screaming the entire time. Yeah. Because it, it was mostly just yelly for yeah. three games. And, I mean, I didn't really care, because really I just enjoyed it because you could rip harpies apart and... Yeah, ripping Icarus's wings off as yeah. you're falling and yeah it was a great game and climbing titans and just everything about that about those games was so so good yeah and so when i when i saw a, a mutual friends of Sean's and mine put po- one of them posted to another friend's wall about how god of war was back and i didn't watch the trailer then but i just i knew that it, he was back and i just got so excited yep because i mean i don't 
I don't, as I said, I don't play a lot of video games and I don't finish even more video games. I'll start them and then get distracted or get sidetracked or... That's not as uncommon as you think. Is that right? Like a lot of people don't finish video games. It's just you play it until you're not enjoying it anymore because it's supposed to be fun, right? Yeah. And it's not that I'm not enjoying it. It's like TV series that I start to watch and you start playing and then, you know, you get... I don't play it for a couple months because I get busy with work and then I come back. It's like, I don't remember what's happening in this story. That's one of my favorite gifts that's been moving around the internet is like when you return to a save file, you haven't been in a couple months and it's Gandalf. I have no memory of this place. <laughs> it's just like, it's exactly, you're exactly right. Yeah. Trying to go back into, especially an RPG, mm-hmm. the hundred hour games that I like. Could you imagine if I took like three months off and then tried to go back in 60 hours into a story? Seriously. What menu do I have to click for this crap? Uh, and yeah, getting getting. I mean, the further into a game you get, the better you get with the controls, which makes sense why it gets harder as the game goes the on. The difficulty ramps, yeah. Uh, but at the beginning, I mean, you're you're learning the controls and everything. So if you're halfway through the game where the difficulty is starting to get up there, and you can't remember where what button does what, and I mean, you're playing different games, so each game has different control patterns, yep. and it would be so so hard. Yeah. Incredibly hard. Yeah. With God of War, I liked those games so much that I just played them constantly. Yep. And I finished, definitely finished the first one. And I think I finished the second one. Did you finish the first one again? Or just the first time where it was like the three of us on the couch? I finished it again. Okay. Yeah. And then, is it the first or the second one where he ends up fighting... Zeus? No, who's the actual God of War? Ares. Ares? Was that the first one that he fought? That was the first okay, one. Okay, then maybe it was just the first one that I... I can't remember. Yeah. Anyway, I definitely started the second one, and then either somebody moved and took it with them or whatever it was, but... Show started. Yeah. We're in a theater till 10 o'clock at night every night. Yeah. You have to be up at 6? Yeah, pass. For whatever... Whatever. I, I did finish God of War, and that, that doesn't happen often, other than... Grand Theft Auto, because those ones you can kind of come back and forth, because you're not, I mean... There's no real difficulty ramp. No. There is in the missions, sort of, but at the same time, it's just like, okay, I'm just going to run around, get reacquainted exactly. with it for a I'm bit. Exactly, just shoot guns and, you know, get... Oh, there's a side mission, and it's just like it's a race. Okay, yeah. that'll get me back into driving. Exactly. Great. Yeah. And then I need to get into, you know, practice getting into shootouts and stuff. I'm just going to cause some carnage and get cops to come and, you know, get three star rating and then I'll then I get into a shootout and then I then I can practice switching weapons and yeah yeah so like, great now I'm back okay yeah then you can kind of go into it whereas something like God of War you can't really do that no although it was really only like three buttons yeah I suppose God of War is a bad example but there are some that oh yeah would be tricky like well I could list a bunch but you wouldn't be able to really chat with me about it but yeah that's fair like going back and doing if I went back to The Witcher 3 you saw The Witcher mm-hmm. 3 several times because mm-hmm. I was playing it for like three months if I went back now to play some like DLC or something I would have no idea how to do anything yeah yeah there's just eh. there's sometimes there's just too much yep and that's and I was gonna I was thinking about that as we were watching which one was it I think it was um, We Happy Few oh yeah which looks bad Weird. shit yeah well, meh, whatever. <laughs> it looks crazy. Yep. I have no idea what's happening in that. Nope. It, it kind of reminds me of, um, what was the one, the video game, it's a post-apocalyptic where I think there was a nuclear holocaust and... Um, Fallout? 
I think it was Fallout. And, like, the commercials all had kind of, like, old-timey music. Fallout. Okay. And I, one of my roommates was playing Fallout, and it kind of had that feel to it. That with a little bit of Bioshock, which was, um, you might have seen that one once or twice. But that's, um, oh, how do I describe it? It's not steampunk, but it's alternate future, yeah. sort of, where there's a city under the sea. Okay. And they were gene splicing. Because okay. there's no government, there's no religion, so it's like this is a scientific, oh, interesting, like a fountainhead kind of Ayn Rand sort of place. Okay, so right. Regardless, this one looks so weird. Yeah, but kind of intriguing. I really hope it comes to PlayStation. Yeah, because I'm not buying an Xbox for it. Just for that sole purpose of playing We Happy Few. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, as I was watching that one, I was thinking about video games and the evolution of video games. I mean, you think about... I mean, you can go all the way back to Atari and in television, but, you know, you think about the first Nintendo, the 8-bit or 16-bit Nintendo games, and and the side-scroller Mario. And now, literally, your goal is to get to the end of the the level, and then eventually you go and find... In like a minute and a half. Yeah, you go and find Bowser, and then you, you, you fight Bowser by basically trying to jump on the axe yep and or whatever the the button that opens the drawbridge well the first one was the axe it was an axe right right? yeah oh because he's chopping the bridge yeah you're you're cutting the rope on the bridge that totally makes sense falls yeah okay so but i mean it's it's eight bit it's yeah and you've we've gone from that to these intricate stories and i mean battlefield one Oh, like you're completely, graphically. If we're talking about eight bit Mario, where it's like, yeah, that was a rope. Oh yeah, okay, that would be a rope. Yeah, as opposed to like, oh, that's a zeppelin slowly burning panel by panel, falling onto a fully destructible French village. That is, you you sent me a trailer for that. The first trailer. The first they trailer announced for that. It, I sent it to you. When yep. was that? A couple months ago. A couple months. Yep. And watching that trailer, I thought, oh, that looks really, really cool. And then the in-game action that they showed you on the trailer. Yeah. Holy. Which is probably running on a high-end PC, sure. to be fair. So, like, I would imagine that, like, the PS4, Xbox One versions might be a little down from that, but not much. I don't care. I'm just... Re- Didn't we talk on a podcast once about how there's not, like... A, there's not enough World War One sim games. Yeah, yeah, and then this comes out and it looks amazing. Yeah, it does. It'll be heavily multiplayer. That's what Battlefield always is. Is, is oh, okay. a lot of arenas and stuff, but they will do a story. They always do. So is it kind of like um, COD? Sorry, it's like COD. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was, I was gonna say, it, and then I'm like, what is? Co- oh yeah, Call of Duty. Yeah. Where you actually have campaigns that you can go on. And there's like an eight to ten hour campaign. Yeah. And then you can redo like giant map, sixty four people missions and right. stuff like that. Yeah. That does. I mean, I'm all about the campaign, and I remember yeah. when I was when we were when uh, I was living with Derek and Jacob, and Derek had uh, Call of Duty uh, Black Ops. Sure. I think. I don't know. I That's the remember. one in Vietnam. Oh, no, then it wasn't. The modern Arsenal. one. Modern Warfare. Yeah, Modern Warfare. That was the one. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I really liked the campaign, and Jacob would always play the online. Yeah. He would, like, he spent, it was Saturday morning, and I had my room in the basement, and I would wake up because I could hear the sound of machine gun fire and yeah. Jacob yelling <laughs> at the screen. 
Yeah. And I would come upstairs and he would he would spend all day playing Modern Warfare and he loved it. And sure. I I have no issue with online online, you know, arena type games. That looks like the people I I did it from time to time and I had fun, but what I really enjoyed was the story. The story and the campaign. Yeah. So I want a game where I it's like I mean it'd be hard to do 100 hours of campaign, but like that's an RPG. Yeah. But finding something like that where there, you know, even 24 hours or something of, of campaign so that way you get different missions and different settings and stuff. But, you yeah. know, this is a good start. And it looks really, really cool. Well, and depending on how good it is, maybe you do wade into the multiplayer. Right? Totally. Like, where, if maybe there is, because that, the biplane dogfighting, <sighs> if that's multiplayer and we My could play it at the same God. time, that would be so fun. <laughs> Yeah, it would be ridiculous. <laughs> I feel like this Christmas I might actually ask for a PS4. Yeah? Yeah. My parents usually offer to get me something for my birthday, which is August. And, like, last year they offered to get me a, a barbecue. And I'm like, I have a barbecue. You guys should get me a tunnel cover for my truck. And then they said, okay, you look into them and we'll we'll pay for it. And then I never did because yeah. I don't care enough. But if they right. offer to get me something for my birthday, maybe I'd be like, you guys want to buy me a PlayStation 4? Because that would be right on time for No Man's Sky. Because I'm 33 and I can't afford to buy my own <laughs> game system. But yeah, like, yeah, perfect for No Man's Sky. And and then any games that come out at Christmas, like... Well, and then, like, you sign up for Plus, you get two free games a month. Yeah. Like, well, this and... this month I got NBA 2K16. Nice. How is for it? Free. It's okay. Yeah? For considering you got it for free? Well, it, it's like it won all of the best sports game awards. Oh, really? It's gorgeous. It looks like basketball. It plays like basketball. It's got the TNT halftime show guys doing pre oh, and cool. post show. It's Kevin Harlan calling it. Okay. Like it's it's a very very as good good as it can be. Oh yeah. It's just I haven't played a basketball game since Super Nintendo, so I am way off on being good at it. Right. The only cheat code I ever knew and can still remember is the Super Dunk code for NBA Jam Tournament Edition. Nice. Right, ABBA. Yep. Yeah, and that was for Sega, but, like, that's the only game that I remember I the cheat code. a lot of NBA Jam. Oh, it was so good. Three on three, and, like, you couldn't go out of bounds, and yep. it was such a great game. You could dunk from half. Yeah, <laughs> and that was with the Super Dunk. Yep. Like, if you hit, if you did the cheat code and it was in the, the right screen, I think it was as they had the two teams, like, so-and-so versus so-and-so. Left, right, ABBA. And then as soon as you got the ball from anywhere, you just hit A and B together and you would just dunk. So my, my cousin and I would just, we would each do it. And if the one guy got it in and the other guy didn't, it was so frustrating. Because, yeah. like, Cause the one over. guy had to shoot and, you know, actually play real basketball. And the other guy would get the ball and just, like, end, end zone, boom, <laughs> or inbound. And, yeah. Um, well, that's cool. I'm yeah. glad it's. But, yeah, that, like, it's six bucks a month. Yeah. That means you can play online and you get two free games a month. That is pretty sweet. Like, it's yeah. it's great. Okay, Plus, well, you get deals on stuff in the store. Totally. So. Yeah, it might be worth it once I actually get a PlayStation. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. Don't do it yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sign up for PlayStation Online before PlayStation Plus before I even get a PS4. Yeah. That sounds like something I would do. Well, you actually, you technically could online and then start banking free games every month. Oh, interesting. Because it would just lock to your... Because your, your account's linked to an email, right? Yeah. So, like, I did this before I had a PS4. I was linking all the PS4 games that were free to my account. Okay. So as soon as I got it, I had, like, 15... Not oh, that's 15, not a bad idea. Like 10 free games or something like that. Sure. So. Huh. 
No, it's not a bad if idea. If you know you're going to do it, well, and that's it's the thing. Like, I have idea. to know that I'm going to. Whereas for me, it was like, okay, it comes out in November. My birthday's in April. I will grab a PS4 then, sure. as long yeah. as I can get one. And so that's what I did. That was yeah. my birthday thing. Well, and see, for me, I think it's more just um, like it, I don't watch a lot of DVDs or Blu-rays anymore. But it's nice. I don't have a Blu-ray player, and I yeah. know PS4 does play Blu-ray, yep. so it, like. And it's a dedicated Netflix thing. Yeah. And you can use Show Me. And yeah. Like, well, and I have Star Wars on Blu-ray, so I might as well watch them on Blu-ray instead yeah. of on DVD. Because yeah. I got both the DVDs and Blu-ray of the original trilogy when I... Oh, yeah. 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 The, like, combo pack or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, if I have... I don't... I honestly don't see the difference, but whatever. It, it runs a little better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So there was our tangent... Yeah. As we have to be a little bit faster than our regular hour and a half. Do you want to put an ad in here? We'll do the other half of this, and that'll be the podcast this yep, week? Yep, I think so. Well, Tom, you're getting an entire episode dedicated to you. So you should feel pretty good about it, especially because Dave doesn't, as he says every time we talk about it, doesn't really talk about video games much. But uh, today we are. So the second half of our E3 gaming conversation is brought to you by Pickles the Cat Clown. Are you throwing a party or event for your cat? Is your corporate retreat needing a boost of excitement? Pickles can offer you a refreshing and new performance, including balloon work, acrobatics, and hilarious one-of-a-kind naps. That's Pickles, the cat clown. And we're back. Yep. Uh, okay, so we've rattled off a bunch, but there's still a few that you showed me trailers for that look great. Yeah, well, and, like, there's obviously the sports games are back, so, like, oh. they showed the new Madden, they showed right. the new FIFA... Yeah, and there's a new NHL game coming out. And of like, course. There's always, every year there's a new... Show. Yeah, but every calendar year there's a new sports game to go along with basically every sport. Pretty much, For yeah. all intents and purposes. Yeah. And, I mean, from year to year there's a little bit that's changed, but I mean, and every year it's like the NHL in general. Every year they add something new to make the game more exciting. Yep. Whether or not it does anything to actually improve the entertainment of the game. I'm talking both in video game and real world. Yeah. Sometimes, like, in this year in FIFA, they've added a... They've changed the be a, like, be a player yeah. to actually being more like NBA 2K16. Mm-hmm. Like, in NBA 2K16, the be a player is directed by Spike Lee. Oh, interesting. You, it's actually got a story built into it. So, like, I started it, but I need to get a whole bunch more. Like, I have to level my sure. c- account up, basically, right. to make them better. But you actually play high school games. Then the college recruiters come, and you actually watch, like, different colleges try and recruit you. And it's the recruiters talking, like, in first person to you. Cool. And then you commit to a college, and then you play, I think it was four college games. And then it's the NBA draft. and it, So it's just, like... They're doing that now in FIFA. They're going to do, like, you sign with an academy. And okay. You, you're working your way up to first team and that sort of stuff. That's so that's a big change. 100%, yeah. But next year, are they going to do a big change like that again? No. Yeah. They'll just, they'll tweak the physics. The crowd will get a little better. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, every couple of years, they kind of retool it. And you go, like, they, they take big steps forward. Yeah. And then for those, the, for then a couple of years after that... Either because they don't have the time or just because everybody likes this version so much. And it's like, okay, we're not going to do much to change it. We're just make the graphics a little bit better and yeah. change change who's available to play. And, like, maybe, Ros- I think... Like, roster update and, oh, like, 
saucer passes in hockey. It's a little wonky still, so yeah. let's try and fix that in this version. Yeah, that so sort of it's thing. that I don't. I mean, there's not much to t- say about these games because they're just. And we didn't watch any of those trailers because no, but still, it's just worth worth mentioning for sure. Yep. Um, but yeah, there's nothing that I find overly enticing about them because the, you know. It's just there are those people who that's what they play. Sure. It's like, new Madden's out, I'm playing Madden. Yep. Because I play Madden. Yep. I know like, a lot of my cool. family members are more into the sports games than they are into... Everything else. Everything else. Yeah. That's fine. And, you know, I kind of like them both. Yep. I, I don't play a lot of the hockey anymore. Um, I don't know. I just found there was so much... Because, I mean, it was like you had to, you know, to be able to pass, you had to... I liked it when you would just hit, like, C to pass, but you could kind of control the type of pass that it was or you know, uh, your X button or your Y, whatever it was. Versus now it's like you have to use the joystick and kind of use the, like, you can try and saucer pass it. And I don't... You don't have to use the sticks, but yeah. It I know just, what you it's mean. Gotten, it's more it's complicated. It's gotten to a point where it's it's a little bit... It, it's it's almost too, too in, intricate. You have to spend the time to get to know it. Yeah, and, and once I don't you know it, then it becomes second nature. Ex- like everything else we were talking about, it's yeah. just a matter of getting used to those controls. But I don't play it enough to care. Yeah. So, but like the baseball games, you have to swing and you have to pitch, and so it's still like, for whatever reason, I find them more they're they're simpler to play than hockey games. Yep. And I like I like baseball games. There's something fun about them, and I've talked sure. about that before. So. Yep. Um. S- just before we get back into this one, yeah. rather than ending on some that you didn't see. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, do you remember Horizon Zero Dawn? I remember the name. It's, uh, you're playing a woman in, like, the very far-flung distant future. Okay. Where man has reverted to Stone Age and there's giant crazy robot dinosaurs. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. They showed, a like, a ten-minute demo of that. Mm. Um... And it looks fantastic. Like, I can't wait. It's early next year it comes okay. out. Okay. What's it called? Horizon? Horizon Zero Dawn. Zero Dawn. So, like, the the robot dinosaurs act like animals, but they are actually robots. Interesting. Right? So, and then there's, like, corrupted ones who will attack you, whereas others are more like herd animals and that sort of thing. Okay. Uh, and you're bow hunting, but you also have, like, crazy far-flung some tech to it as well. It looks well, really cool. How would you kill a, a robot if you're just if you just have a bow and arrow? Right. Interesting. Cool. And that that they did like ten minute in game. Yeah. Of that they showed ten minutes of it. Cool. It looks really good. Okay, and that's for both PlayStation and Xbox. No, that's an exclusive for PlayStation. Oh, really? Yeah. Man, it's interesting that some of the some of the games like the big 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 ones are obviously are going to be on both platforms because from. Third-party studios, yes. Sure. But Horizon Zero Dawn is being developed by a studio that is owned by Sony. Yeah. Right? But, like, I'm thinking, like, Ubisoft. Yeah, Ubisoft. Ubisoft, or, like... It's it's ubiquitous software. Oh, okay. That's what the name means. Okay, so so Ubisoft or, like, EA Games, because they're so... They're a massive third-party publisher. Yeah. So they want their stuff everywhere. Because then you're not limiting yourself to just, like, you're basically... You have double the, the audience because you have Xbox players and PlayStation players sure for the most part i mean well there's 40 million ps4s and 20 xbox ones in the wild really but so it's not quite double it's more like two-thirds and a third okay but but i mean but you're not you're not you're not isolating yourself by by only giving it to to playstation only giving it to xbox right 
but the games where they are strictly for one or the other, like, if I was an Xbox player and I looked at what was coming out on PlayStation, like, damn it. But then, like, like we said, We Happy Few right now is only coming out for Xbox, for Xbox. One. Yeah, which looks really cool. But if I don't get to play it and I get No Man's Sky and Horizon Zero Dawn and Detroit Become Human, I'm sure. okay. Yeah. Yeah, you take the good with the bad. And there's a lot of really cool stuff coming out for PlayStation. Yeah. Is No Man's Sky is PlayStation only? PlayStation and PC. Oh, interesting. Okay. And it might go to Xbox later, but right. it's not. As of now, we don't know. Okay. Interesting. Uh, what else did you see that... Well, I mentioned Detroit Become Human. Yeah. Which you did see last year, yep. the little mini trailer. But this year was like a five-minute hostage negotiation showing all of the different branches of how it could go. Right. It's narrative gaming at its finest, okay. hopefully. And when does that one come out? Well, Oh, it's another one of those ones where you're like you're just getting little teases and yeah, and... probably 2017. Okay, probably. Okay, they've been working on it for quite a while. But yeah, there's no date attached to right. it. Right, right. So. Just jumping back to the sports games. I mean, we talked about how you know with um, Death Stranding. Yeah, there was like you see this trailer and it probably won't come out until 2019. Right. And then you have sports games, and I think that's one of the reasons why there's such little things that happen between each one is because every year they have to put a new one out. Yeah, they have a nine-month turnover. So they can't spend that like, time... Kojima-san will take five years to make a game. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas EA Sports, to put out FIFA 90... or FIFA 99. FIFA... FIFA 99 to FIFA 2000, they have nine months. That's... Because it has to go... Like, they have to get it through certification. Yeah. It has to go gold, and it has to be printed onto discs. That's so they have crazy. Nine months. Yeah. That's why there's not a lot changes. Yeah. Exactly, because they, they, they can't. No. Nope. And then I'm sure that they, like, for the big ones, they probably have, like, a four-year plan being like, okay, on this year we want to do this, so let's start working on this yep. in conjunction with getting the next getting one out. the next one Tweaking out. this, getting yeah. this. Goalies are better. Great. So you have one division working on the one for three years ahead of time for, like, the big changeover, but then you have this other division kind of being like, okay, let's let's tweak this yep. let's tweak last year's into this year's yeah exactly crazy uh yeah video game for production is remarkable crazy yeah it's incredibly crazy fascinating world there was yeah. a guy who went to the ufc years and years ago well before our time who is now i think he does lighting for video games hmm. he was like a lighting designer and technician at the at the ufc right and then, like, I never thought as a lighting designer that I could go onto the world of video games, but of course you can. Yeah, It sure. makes perfect sense. And, like, to, to think about that from that perspective, like, why not? But it's it's just, it's kind of, like, the, the, the different jobs that are required to do something where it's just, like, in my ignorant brain, it's just, like, pff, you just draft it up on a computer and, like, type this up and, like, code it and there you go. But it's so much more intricate, and like the well, respect it still I can be like three dudes just drafting sure. it up and coding it because those games exist. Yeah, but well, yeah, what was that one with the like it was such a simple game. Um, the the one with the, the the where you threw the ink and you painted your oh unfinished swan. Yeah, yeah, that was a smaller studio. Yeah, and so like there are the small studios, but like they still require the thought of like lighting and it's yep. just it's. It's remarkable to think about what is what is actually required to go into video game production, and my hat is off to all of those 
producers and and people who can think that way. Well, like think about being a writer mm-hmm. for a video game. Mm. Like to write an RPG, you have to write twenty thousand pages, probably. <sighs> we have to do every permutation connotation. Yep. Like if there's a dialogue wheel, which a lot of games like Horizon Zero Dawn's got a dialogue wheel on it, which means there's you can make different choices to what she says to respond to someone she's talking to. Yeah, you have to write each one of those. You're basically like it, it's like writing a choose your own adventure book. Yep, except. Only it's interactive and it's longer. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> Man, I remember watching, reading the Choose Your Own Adventure books, and I'd, like, go to the ending and, that I wanted to, and then I would work backwards, so I could be like, okay, how do I get to this ending? <laughs> After you'd read it a yes, couple times yes, and failed yeah. horribly, Exactly. Right? It's like, yeah. I died. Damn it. I died. Damn it. It's like, yeah. every time I die of dysentery, damn you, Oregon Trail. Oregon Trail. Not Oregon Trail. That's a whole different thing. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Weird game. <laughs> it exists. What? Oregon Trail? Oh. Yeah. Oregon Trail is a thing. It's a it's zombie Oregon Trail. You're in a station wagon. Amazing. And it's made by like ten dudes. Yeah. And totally cashing in on the fact that everybody played Oregon Trail growing up. Yep. And I was like, we're gonna make Oregon Trail because it, you're taking this like retro video game and zombies and mashing them together. Yep. Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. Phenomenal. <laughs> Speaking of zombies, uh, what was that? Days Gone? Yeah. By Sony Band. Which is, again, it'll be an exclusive because Sony Band is obviously owned by Sony. That would be really weird if they weren't. Sony Band, owned by Amazon. <laughs> what? Uh, what uh, mm. Wasn't that nuts? When it first started... Like, because I said, like, the guys on the dirt bike, I'm like, oh, I like this already. Yeah. Like, I like games where you get to go ripping around on a dirt bike. When I had my old PC, I had I had a dirt bike game where that's what you did is you just drove, like, it was open world and you just drove around on a dirt bike. And cool. tried to pull off tricks and it was really fun. Yeah. And so this guy gets on the dirt bike and he's got this automatic rifle strapped to his back and it's like, okay, whatever, yeah. And I mean, he's in the wilderness. And I just had a feeling, I was like, I bet you it's a zombie game. Yeah. And I had no idea... Those days gone, I'm like, that's a fairly ambiguous term. It could be kind of anything. Although it does feel post-apocalyptic. It does, yeah. Yeah. And then you get there and there's a bike on its side. It's like, okay, yeah. And then you come around the corner and there's the wolves eating the the, the, the body in these mm-hmm. distant battles. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, interesting. And then he goes into that one room and then you see this thing come kind of go scuttling by and I thought, yeah, okay, it's a zombie type game. Yep. I wasn't expecting that though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, when he climbs up on that... I mean, he kills... He, he fights the couple when he's chasing that guy up to the roof of that processing plant or whatever it yeah, was. Yeah, the mill. The mill, yeah. It just fights the one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's just the one there. And he's chasing that guy up there, and he, like, punches it or whatever it was. and Yeah. And then he climbs up on the, the stack of pallets, and then he climbs up the roof. And then you see this horde of zombies. Yep. And it's just like, whoa. Yeah. And then he falls, and then it's... That game looks insane. And stressful. Oh, It looks yeah. really stressful. <laughs> I think it'd be really fun, but, like, I would... If I lost it, like... I think it's a winter game. One where you could play it at, like, 5 o'clock. It's dark, but it's, like, 5 o'clock dark. Yeah. So it's like, okay, great. And then you can watch a movie before you go to bed still. Because I think trying to go to bed... Because for those of you who haven't seen the trailer, you really should probably mm. watch the trailers mm-hmm. we're talking about because it'll help a lot. Yeah. But for those of you who haven't seen this gameplay footage, there's a 
a part where he turns around and there's a train car on its side, and the the zombies like punch through the train car, and then start pouring out as a mass. It's, it's like hundreds of oh, zombies. Yeah. I mean, we thought conflict Vietnam was stressful, and it yeah. was because it was super hard. Oh, that was stressful. But this game, it's like, is... hey Dave, there's a tank. Oh crap. <sighs> Hey, Dave, there's a second tank. <laughs> ah! Remember when we finally got through it? For anyone who hasn't played Conflict Vietnam PS2, it's a very, very hard first-person shooter that you can play cooperatively. Yeah. Two people cooperatively. Yeah. But there was a mission where your helicopter crashed, and then you had to work your way through basically a, like a Viet Cong encampment yeah. to get to like the line, basically. Yeah. And we never got through it the first like three or four times we played it. We kept dying at the tank. Then between four of us handing off whenever we got too freaked out or, like, too stressed. Yeah, getting PTSD from a Vietnam video game. We would, we finally got through the first tank, and then we got almost to the line, and there was another tank. And there was just, like, this collective groan in the room. Yep. Like, oh, God. It was, that was an impulse buy at Blockbuster when that still existed. And it was just like, it's 10 bucks. It's a, oh, it's a, it's a war game. Oh, and you can play co-op. Cool. Perfect. Yeah. One of the best purchases I've ever made. Yeah. Um, anyway, this one is stressful on a whole different level. Yeah. The- I said to Sean, I legitimately think that this might, that game might give me nightmares. Like partially because of the stress. And like, I think if you finish it, like you said, if you were playing it at one o'clock in the morning when it's dark in the summer, yeah. going to bed, like I wouldn't be able to sleep because I, my brain would just be so keyed into yeah, exactly. what you're doing. You're listening for them yeah. if you're trying to be stealthy. Yeah. It's easier if you're just shooting. Yeah. Because it's just like, okay, great. Mm-hmm. My character didn't make it through, or yeah, I shot my way through that. But if you're wandering around listening for them and trying to be stealthy, yeah. you'll be keyed into that, and there's no way you'll yeah. go to sleep. So you need to be able to turn your brain off by watching a movie or going yep. for a walk or something, going for a pint with your friends or something. Just something to not have that right at the forefront of your brain as you're trying to get to sleep. But it looks really cool. It looks so cool. Like, ugh. When does that one come out? Uh, not sure. Probably next year. Okay. I couldn't remember if there was a release date on that one or not. Most of the, like, most of the trailers for stuff like this, Kojima-san aside, it's, they try to do 12 to 18 months out. Yeah, because, I mean, that one looks game-ready. They've been working on it for five years. Really? So they're probably, like, it's probably a spring-summer game next year. Sure, okay. Yeah, because, I mean, it looks, it looks obviously they're not going to release it tomorrow, but it looks to the point, it, it's not in the origin, it's not in, like, the, the early phases. It looks like it's nearing completion. Yeah. Which is why they were able to show ten minutes of... Somebody actually playing it. Yeah. Because that, like the God of War stuff, you could actually see the, like, different screens and yeah. stuff. Yeah. I picked one that didn't have that, but if you watch the the press conference, you, they did the same thing. You could even you could tell just the way like the way that it, it was moving. Like, oh, and that was a little jerky. Oh, yeah. he's, he's pausing there for that. For yeah, okay. yeah. It, it well, and then there's like like X to and search and yeah. yeah. So it looks like it was gameplay. Oh, it looks so good. Yeah, but stressful. But stressful. Really, really, yeah. really stressful. That is, and that's one that like, yeah. I mean, I will. I I, I feel like I will definitely tried to own a PlayStation so that I can play that game. Yeah. Yeah. What about South Park Fractured But Whole? 
I didn't even see any gameplay. Maybe like a little bit of gameplay. You didn't. But there's other there's gameplay footage. I just I went straight for a trailer instead. Because it's South Park and yeah. it made me so happy. Yeah. Thanks, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't even intentional, but yes. It's South Park. Yeah. And it's I mean, Matt and Trey, the, 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 I haven't seen the TV show in a few years. I kind of fell off watching. I've seen the odd episode, and, you know, Here it's still there. it's still pretty funny. And, all, yeah. you know, it's not like The Simpsons where it completely cratered. Like, it's not as good as it was, say, same with The Simpsons, season four through nine, because those seasons were so good. But um, it's, it's, it's still South Park, and I still yep. love Matt and Trey and... You know they're kind of focus- maybe they are focus- focusing more on the game and less on the the TV show. Like they have staff writers for that and whatever it is, it looks like vintage South Park and it looks yep. so fun. And I love that that series where you had Mysterion and the Coon and like all these different superheroes made me. I those episodes so good were so good. So that's what and that's what they're doing is they're doing a superhero game. It's a Probably like a grid strategy RPG, but short. What do you mean a grid? Stra- what? Which ones? So it's it'll be like tactical. Oh, okay. Battle, right? As opposed to like running around and stabbing stuff. It's more walk. Like you'll run around, but then like a battle will be separate. Oh, I see. Okay. So it's like Kyle will do this, mm-hmm. and then he does that. Okay. Yeah. Either way, I mean, I'm, it... like a Paper Mario or stuff like right, that. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's what that looks to be. Yeah. And it's South Park. Like, the Stick of Truth is one of the funniest games yeah, ever. Yeah, and so. I'm not playing it for for its intense graphics and its, you know, the... I mean, I look at, at um, Days Gone, and I look at, the, like, when he's shooting that assault rifle and he's switching between and he's got Molotov cocktails, like... Yeah. And he's pulling things, like, you know, he's pulling linchpins to try and get things to, to fall on the zombies and everything... That looks great, and the graphics for that are phenomenal. Yeah, riding the ex- horse next to the train in exactly. Battlefield 1. You're yeah. just like, holy crap. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not expecting that with South Park. I'm expecting South Park humor and South Park graphics in a South Park video game. Yeah, it looks like South Park. Exactly. It looks like playable South Park. Yeah, so I'm in. Yeah. I'm on board for that. That's December this year. I See, and I knew there was some. I knew there was one that had a... Uh, that had a, a release date, and I couldn't remember which one it was. Yeah, it was South Park. Yeah, that one looks pretty fun. So, are we wrapping up with Mafia Three for you? I guess. Okay, Mafia Three. Uh, it's a mafia game. Yep. That takes place in basically New Orleans. Yep. New Bordeaux. The, yeah, I think that's I think what that's they what call it. Was? it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, because they were talking about it's like this. This place survived the War of eighteen twelve and the Civil War and hurricanes. I'm like. And it's New Bordeaux, so it's a French-sounding name. I'm like, gee, I wonder what it could be. <laughs> yeah. It looks so good. Yeah. I don't want to glorify gangsters because they're lawbreakers and... and. Well, this didn't look like it was a gangster. This was like a Vietnam vet getting back at the mafia. Yeah, and I mean, but I'm just saying, like, as far as mafia games... And the mafia like, games have always, like, Grand Theft Auto's the same. Yeah. It's like, you're a hood, basically. I'm not trying to glorify... Like, I don't... But even in real life, I think they're cool, despite the fact that I think they're just awful human beings. Yeah. There's just some sort of cachet and some sort of romanticism about... 
The Mafia. The Mafia. Yeah. And this game just looks phenomenal. Yeah. And like you said, yeah, it looks like a vet who who is kind of coming back and trying to squelch what's happening there. But yeah. it, I don't know the story. I don't know exactly what it's all about. All I know is it looks so good. It's like a 60s, 70s GTA. Yeah. Basically. And I mean, with the exception of Death Stranding and maybe We Happy Few, which we don't know much about, it, to me it's the one of of our list that has the most story to it. So far. That you know of. Yeah. That I know of. I mean, and that's what I mean. Like, like I mean, South Park, there was obviously, you got the story out of that. You watched the story trailer. It's, yeah. It's Civil War superheroes in South Park. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which makes sense. But I mean, this one has like, it looks like they've really explored that story and the characters and... Oh my god! Yep, I have no idea how I'm how it's going to play or what. I mean, some of that was in game, wasn't it? I think some a of it might bit. have been, and like yeah. some of it were you know cutscenes and everything. But it looks what whatever it is, it just looks so cool. I mean, you get to race some beautiful cars and yeah, or race or drive or whatever. Like, and it was son of a preacher man. Exactly, Dusty was, Springfield. Like, like yeah. that was the that was the first. So Sean wrote the you know on the list of our of our. Of the games. ones that Dave saw. Of the ones that I saw. This was the first one that we watched. Yep. And, like, the first thing you hear is the the guitar riff to Son of a Preacher. I was like, all right, I'm in already. Yeah. This sounds phenomenal. <laughs> it's amazing how visceral music can be and just how, like, we talked about it with the Ghostbusters trailer a couple, both times. It's like yep. when you have the do-do-do-do-do-do. Or Jurassic or World. Or Jurassic World. Yeah, exactly. You have yeah. something that you connect with so intrinsically that that you have like and I mean I like uh, Dusty's I like Son of a Preacher because of Pulp Fiction and that's sure, why I know of it course. but I like the song and as soon as you use something like a song that I like or um, uh, Suicide Squad with Bohemian Rhapsody yep I love that song and so if they use it then I'm immediately more interested and that's how I was you're with, connected to it exactly and I'm yep. pretty sure if you would have had it silent for Mafia 3 I would have still been interested but they had they had some of a preacher. I was like, yeah. Well, and you know, because it's a GTA Lite kind of game, yeah. it's going to have radio. Yeah. And radio in late 60s, early 70s. Some of the best music ever, period, full stop. So you're going to be very happy playing. Yeah. I absolutely am. Uh, I hope that kind of answers Tom's question. Tom question. Tom's question. We mostly just jammed about video games for like an hour yeah which for dave is very impressive but i mean these are the games we're excited about yep i think i mean as far as some of the questions we've had lately this is the one that's been most by the book yeah with our little tangents here and there but it wouldn't be guys from podcast podcast without tangents no it would not so is that it that's it all right, look for us on Twitter and have a chat or throw us a topic for future podcasts. I can be found at David Ron. That's Ron with two N's. Sean is at Sean Cord. That's Sean with a U. And we are at Guys from Podcast. Or, no, I'm just going to stick with that. Sure. <laughs> uh, if you do enjoy the Guys from Podcast, don't forget to subscribe, share, and rate it for us, especially on iTunes. It helps us get out there. Uh, we are available on basically everything that you can find podcasts on, or check us out on Stitcher, the innovative on-demand radio and podcast app. If you are looking for our music articles or other articles that we are getting to, um, and I did mention already the top five moments from PlayStation, there's a bunch of trailers that we talked about in this podcast on the article there if you haven't found them. or and I'm just... going to start writing soon again. Yes. 
I think. <laughs> you can find them at the website www.theguysfrom.com. Hey, Dave, is there anything you wanted to plug? The Euros are on. Do I need to say anything else? Watch a game, all the games, as many games as you can. I've only seen one thus far, but it's... It's been good. It's been good, and it's on for another three weeks, basically. So watch the Euros. John? Cool. Head to iHorror.com for all of your horror news, interview, and review needs. I could always talk about Tuesday Tunes and Throwback Tracks again, but I've mentioned the music articles. Most people know that they exist. Head to theguysfrom.com. We've got stuff there. And also, congratulations to my favorite hockey team, Pittsburgh Penguins, won their fourth Stanley Cup this past Sunday. It was awesome. I did not expect it at all come, like, Christmas time because we were terrible. But that coaching change was great. Bringing the kids up made a really big difference. And I'm very happy for both Phil Kessel and Justin Schultz to be able to rub it in the Maple Leafs and Oilers' faces that they have now won a Stanley Cup. You guys changed ten players throughout the course of the season. Yep. Wow. And it's starting to, like, Flurry's probably gone. Yeah. New goalie, and there's talk that he might be coming here. Flurry? Yeah. I've heard that, too. I don't think I'd hate that. No. Especially as like a as a temporary measure. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. that's that's for a whole that's for our off season hockey podcast. Yeah, which is totally gonna be asked for. Oh yeah. Special thanks to the Sweets for our wonderful opening music. Check out their website at www.wearethesweets.com. Sean, I figured you were going to talk about the Penguins. Uh, I'm going to go the other way and thank Gordy Howe and Muhammad Ali for everything they've done in their respective sports. Um, Muhammad Ali died two weeks ago, and Gordy died last week, yeah. and they were both just legendary legends in their own right, and just phenomenal ambassadors for their sports, and ambassadors for world peace, and in Muhammad Ali's case, and just remarkable human beings. So uh, I hope they both found peace. This has been episode 120 of the Guys From Podcast. Thanks for listening. Once again, I'm Sean. And I'm Dave. Taking us out this week is The Left Behinds and their song Streetlight Owl. You can check them out at theleftbehinds.ca. Remember, if you have an original song that you would like us to feature at the end of our podcast, send us an MP3 or the link to your SoundCloud along with any information about your band that you would like us to pass along. We are large fans of the indie community and we want to lend our support. Our email address is guysfrompodcast at gmail.com. Have a great week, everybody. The Guys From Podcast can continues to be brought to you by nothing. Nothing. It doesn't pay well. Bye.